Sean. Hey, what's going on, people? And, and thank you for tuning in to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align and where we talk about all things astrology. Well, um, <laughs> I, I have one guest today. You, you know, you guys are used to me having two, you know, but um, they took off. So I had to bring in Matthew. What's up, Matt? Hey, uh, now don't worry. You may only have one guest, but I've gained a lot of weight recently. So that <laughs> one and a half. Okay, well, 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 I'll take that. I'll take that. Okay. How you doing? Not bad at all, actually. Everything seems to be going pretty smoothly, and that always makes me a little suspicious. Hmm. But well, good for you, because this is a dang gone nightmare for me with uh, this Mercury retrograde. I mean, it's yeah. tearing me apart. Yeah, it's, uh, you, you know, if, when every Mercury retrograde starts, I always tell people, you know, just relax, you know, do your proofreading, check your directions and all that. And by the end of it, I'm, I'm like, oh, God, I'm so glad that's over. <laughs> well, I'll be glad when this one is over. It landed, well, it went retro directly on top of my uh, Neptune, Oy. opposite my moon, square my Venus. So, you know, real nice. <laughs> Very confusing. Yeah, you know, but I, 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 hey, that's the plus of knowing astrology. I know in the next three weeks, some of that will clear up, even though it'll have a shadow period of 10 more days. If you know nothing about astrology and how Mercury retrograde work, you just think that, what the hell is going on? <laughs> but I know. Yeah, so I can take some kind of precautions. Yeah, Mercury retrograde is kind of like, um, on the one hand, it's a minor nuisance. But um, you ever notice how many big problems start with a minor nuisance? Well, yeah, that's what I say. Because people, I mean, most people only know about Mercury retrograde. They don't know that Saturn goes retrograde, Pluto goes retrograde. And those are huge planets that make big impacts on, on our lives. Or they can, you know? Yeah. So, but Mercury is a, just about the communication part of it. It kind of makes me laugh when I look through the, the, the different postings and people like, oh my God, Mercury is in retrograde. <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm like, uh, calm down, calm down. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, you know what? Here's the thing is that uh, uh, even when Venus goes retrograde, we can make things messy. Like odds are the last time you got drunk and texted an ex that you shouldn't have or something, uh, it was a Venus retrograde. <laughs> well, oh, Venus retrograde only, well, yeah, but for me, yeah, that could have been, but Venus only retrogrades every, what, 18 months? So a lot of the people that I read for, they, they slip up with that, you know, Venus don't have to be in retrograde. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The real lesson here is you need to talk to an astrologer. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. And speaking of talking to astrologers, um, I think... Y'all, well, I was going to say y'all's president, but you don't live in the United States. <laughs> we're, ne we're next door. Right. The president of the United States apparently is not listening to an astrologer. New. Obviously. New. You know? Yeah, so. he's, uh, there's been some, and, and you know what? And here's the thing. Everyone's got their political bias, and I try my best not to let that factor in when I'm looking at the astrology but he's made some very bad decisions recently at very bad times. Uh, yeah, and it's all, it's all coming down. And I think that he knows it. You know, he has a feeling that, okay, this might be it for me. And that's why he's kind of going a bit far with whatever it is, further than, than he used to, you know? Yeah. Um, because the thing of it is, you know, 
uh, the deaths in the United States of COVID are up to 220,000. The infections are uh, at 8.1 million. And in this past week, 56,000 cases per day in the U.S. Uh, alone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and while he's going around the country, you know, having these rallies with no masks. And then he, obviously, he just got over it or whatever. He was sick. And you would think that he would come out of that with a change of attitude. <laughs> well, and, you know, but the thing is, is like he claims he was over it in like three days or something like that. And you know what? If I had a private medical clinic in my basement and I could get airlifted to Walter Reed Hospital anytime that couldn't handle it, and you kept me pumped full of steroids and stuff, I'd be pretty outgoing and optimistic too. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm still having a hard time understanding the loyalty that these people show to him. They show up at these, these rallies with no mask, even though they know, okay, well, he got sick. You know, people, uh, Herman Cain went to his, well, we don't know that he caught the COVID there, but it just doesn't look good. Yeah. You no, know, people have died. And then the, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with this. I, you know, here at, at the risk of losing all three of the Trump supporters who are still listening to this show. Um, <laughs> you ever watch Catfish? Of course. One of my yeah. favorites. I, it's, you notice how some people on Catfish is you can throw all the evidence in the world that their girlfriend is actually a 45-year-old dude and they just won't believe it. Right. I, I kind of get the feeling that a lot of the people who are still supporting Trump are either they've been catfished. You know what? That's a, that's a, that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. But it's it's crazy that they're following you. I don't. Know, it's weird. I, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But listen to this: uh, North Dakota, Wisconsin, Nebraska, Kansas, and Indiana. Over the past week, they had record numbers. Yeah. Of infections. So I don't know. Some of the people. Some of the. I'm sure some of the listeners have been listening to uh, Starstruck with me for quite a while. And if you remember going back, Matt, you may have been on that show. I know we've talked about it before. Um, Jupiter and Pluto made that first pass, that first conjunction. Yes. Uh, on April, I want to say April 4th or 1st or something like that. Yeah. And then we woke up to record numbers. Uh, and then they parted away <clears throat> because yeah. Jupiter went retrograde. They both went retrograde. And then they came back and made that second conjunction uh on the 30th of june yeah right was it like that you know that was right before the fourth of july we had record numbers of infections then and so finally we're going to have that last pass on um november 12th and with yeah. with <laughs> with how everything is looking you know obviously you know that pluto jupiter is about to to do what it does or do it's, what it's done yeah. in the past and it's uh, it's going to be very closely again, very closely opposite uh, uh, the USA's birth chart, opposite America's Mercury, and Mercury rules respiration, and America's having its Neptune opposition, and Neptune rules infection, and uh, God, yeah, wow, wow, wow. Let's see, and not only that, I mean, we are the lead, we with the country with the most infections, but Europe uh is having a second wave and i think is it china one of those one of those countries over there all you know they're all dealing with this stuff again yeah 
we're we're getting one here in Canada too, but it's sort of like, I don't know. I mean, it's to a certain extent, it's to be expected. But on the other hand, I mean, it's if it's it's happening here and it's happening in other places and it's happening in America and it's sort of like the difference between if you're a millionaire and you lose a twenty dollar bill, it's bad news, but it's not heartbreaking. Um, right. If you're flat ass broke and you lose twenty dollars, it's a tragedy. Okay. <laughs> and um, I yeah. It's called a second wave. I, I'm not even sure America got rid of its first wave all that well. Right. Well, seem, seeming like a third wave. I mean, I think Utah was on just on the news a minute ago. Their uh, hospitals are almost to capacity. Yeah. Oh man. You know? yeah. And you know, this is this is something too. So you know that you know trip, Halloween is pretty much canceled or whatever. Yeah. Um, they're telling kids not to even go trick or treating. So what do you think about the holidays? This is really, really going to be hard. This is going to be hard because, and this is one of the peculiar differences between Canada and the United States, is that because the harvest is earlier here because we're further north, uh, we already had our Thanksgiving. So we already had our family gatherings and all that. And if the numbers are going up, they've gone up a little. But uh, America, it's like next month, isn't it? Yeah, it's next month. And so, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if this is nationwide, but the, the head of the health thing here in Los Angeles, she's saying, you know, you, people should not be bringing big families together for Thanksgiving and that kind of thing. It should be less than 10 people um, and all of that stuff. So I don't, I don't know. I just think that also... With, with that being in place during the holidays? I mean, we've already suffered through this for a long time. What, six, seven, eight months? Yeah, yeah. And, and even people like me who are relatively paranoid about things like this, it's kind of sick and tired of being told that, you know, I can't, I don't know, uh, go get my nails done in a strip club or something like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But what I find interesting is that, you know, all the people that I follow in Atlanta, some, you know, where I'm from, it just kind of looks like nothing is, there's no COVID there. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm looking at. Well, but yeah, I see I them all in clubs. I see them all in restaurants. I don't see a whole lot of masks, you know. Well, I'm not judging them. I'm just like, I'm just saying, it just looks like it's <laughs> no COVID. And well, you know, it's part of the problem is, is that America is a very large country right. and it's divided up into 50 states that have 50 state governments. And if your state is clamped down and sensible about it, but the state next door isn't, you know, it's going to spread. Well, I mean, look, that's what it's been doing. That's what it's been doing. The statistics show. That's why I'm having a hard time understanding why this president, why the people that follow him don't get it. You know, um, you know, I, 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 I hate, I hate to bring this up, but you know, you see things where uh, you'll see psychologists. I read a study here. Psychologists say that conservatives are dumb about this, or liberals are dumb about that, or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, um, Trump supporters have score lower in math and probability. <laughs> you know, it's the science, you can look it up, argue with me all you want, but I'm beginning to think that, yeah. 
Or do, do you think that it is probably, that makes sense, but it may be a little bit deeper than that. I think it just may be that he represents something in them that they haven't seen in a president. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. And it's kind of like, I, I always say that, you know what, uh, if it weren't for progressives, we would have never climbed out of the trees. But if it weren't for conservatives, we would have been eaten the day after. <laughs> okay. So, you know. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, that makes sense to me. And the, the thing of it is, um, you know, with him still having these rallies, I just, okay, I don't know. And, you know, uh, governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, who also caught COVID, he ended up in the ICU uh, yeah. from that super spreader event at the White House. He came out, he was like, hey, I should have wore a mask. Yeah. I should have had on a mask. Well, yeah, and, and there is kind of a thrill to, well, I haven't had it yet, and I don't know anyone who had it yet, and look at me, I'm a rule breaker, I'm Superman, woohoo. Well, right. that doesn't last forever. Well, it doesn't. I mean, uh, Trump, um, his wife had it, his son had it. I mean, that, that to me is alarming. It is. Know? It is. Well, anyway, we, we, we can't figure him out, but you, we do know <laughs> that in his natal chart, transiting Neptune, which rules delusion, and it also rules uh, infection, is square his sun and his moon. So we'll just, oh, and it's also square his uh, north node. So we'll just yeah. count it off to that. He just yeah. doesn't, he's not seeing things through the real lens of life. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because you know he's 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 throwing everything up against the wall to to be sure that he wins, you know. Well, yeah, and because it's he, yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, all the polls have Biden well ahead, I but don't trust them things. Well, yeah. There's a factor here that want to admit that we're going to vote for him. Right. That's what happened during the whole Hillary thing. They, yeah. People voted for him and they wouldn't, they did, They lied about it or they told the poll, oh no, no, I'm gonna vote for Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, speaking of Trump, I know I, I always get so consumed with him because the astrology, his astrology is so interesting to me because it's reflecting of how crazy he is. Yeah. But yeah. at this recent rally, <clears throat> He went in and he, you know, he was talking about uh, the mayor of Michigan, uh, Gretchen Whitmer. Oh, yeah. He had, you know, the one <laughs> Scooby-Doo them was going to try to <laughs> kidnap. Um, but they were serious <laughs> about that. Have you seen the video where they had actual footage of them practicing this? They had oh. actual text of oh, yeah. them saying, okay, we can go to her house and get her. One guy was like, we should just cap her right at the door or something like that. Wow. Well, yeah. And that's kind of. What really bugs me about this is that, you know, I mean, that's still in the news, but it's kind of no big deal. But, you know, if it had been Muslims or black dudes doing that, it would be like, oh, my God, national emergency. Are you kidding me? They would call the National Guard and everything. It would be all over. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Just saying. <laughs> no, no, no. But they got some hillbillies doing it, so they just gonna give them, you know, they're gonna go to jail for sure, but it wasn't that big of an emergency. Sure, but it'll be like three years and they'll get their guns back afterwards or something. Yeah, well, Ugh. there it is. And you remember, I, I did a post on um, Gretchen and in her chart. Um, she had good transits, 
But the one transit that did definitely show like the, the threat of violence, I guess, yeah, was uh, transiting Uranus was in a close square to her Mars. Which, yeah, would tend to cause freaky and unpredictable outbursts of potential violence. Um, fortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, but overall, her transits actually look pretty good to me. So yeah. I think she's going to be making some political mileage out of this in the long run. She will. You know, what? I, I, I want to I believe that, that it's, her transits are so good that she's going to end up, Biden's going to end up winning. I'm, this is, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there, folks. And then she'll get a she'll get a job in his cabinet. I would like to see that personally. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, let her run for president in 2028 with uh, Julian Castro. Once President Kamala Harris has done her two terms. Oh, did I give away how I feel about these <laughs> things? Sorry. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Not that I have a favorite out of a lot, but just saying. Right. And, you know, he, he went to, um, I guess, his last rally and was saying they were chanting, lock her up. He hadn't even really spoken against those people doing that stuff to her. Well, you know? it's, it's, yeah, at this point, like, what have you even got? I mean, the, the Republican Party didn't even put out a new platform. Uh, they just recycled the old one. And the last, I, I mean, here's the thing. The biggest gun that Trump has is... Hillary Clinton's emails again? What? Oh, no. Did you hear what, what's going on today? What's with that? No. No, no. With, with his, he, he's so desperate that now they're trying to get uh, Hunter Biden's emails. Oh, yeah, right. The story <laughs> where Hunter Biden had his secret emails on a laptop that he forgot to pick up from the shop. So they went on, looked at the secret emails, decided to call Rudy Giuliani about it. Yeah, that totally makes sense. <laughs> I can't god. stand him. Oh god. <laughs> he went from being a hero back at nine one one to just this 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 crazy old man. This is you know, he could have just done his job on nine one one and quietly retired and under the speaking circuit, but no. No, no. You know, I looked at his transits, they didn't look uh super bad, but they're they're problematic. So again, if if Biden and them get into office. You know, they go, they're going to look into him. They yeah, are. yeah. And you know, this is what I want to do. I want to, on the next week's show, which is the last show before the election. Right. Uh, we're going to have all, all of us on at once. And um, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it because election night is going to be very, very difficult. You know, you and I talked about those transits. And I don't like to be scaring people. <laughs> that ain't the whole point of this. But at the same time, you know, we have to be kind of real with whatever with whatever we see in the reflection of the chart and hopefully sometimes we're wrong yeah not, and not, not not very many times but well yeah but and you know what here's the thing we're all facing a lot of really crappy transits right now but like the song says it can't rain all the time hmm. okay and, <laughs> and depending on the details of a person's individual birth chart um some of the crap that's going on can actually be beneficial. Like with uh, Rudy Giuliani, all this nonsense going on in Capricorn right now is trying his midheaven. So he's getting public attention. Right. He not good attention, but you know, he could have worked with it better, but it's still attention. <laughs> but wait, I think that he also has something going to his Pluto. Okay. So, folks, listeners, when we, when I or when Matt, when we look at like legal 
issues in somebody's chart, we look to the ninth house. Um, hmm, okay, his ninth house is ruled by Gemini, mm -hmm. making, um, no, is it, wait, is that ninth or eighth? I hate Placidus, I get confused. <laughs> well, by whole sign, it's a Taurus ruled by Venus. Okay, so, okay, okay, so his, well, his natal Venus is not getting any, <laughs> any kind of bad transits right now. Yeah, he might if skate it were, on the whole thing. Say it again? He might skate on the whole thing. Yeah. But his, okay, but his natal Mercury, which is the midheaven ruler, uh, Uranus is conjunct that. Yeah. So even if he skates, that's going to be definitely some kind of problem to his reputation, for sure. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah, you know, of all the people who could be in legal trouble right now. Um, his transits are not that bad. So, you know, mm. <laughs> well, maybe they'll just leave him alone. I hope that doesn't mean that, okay, Trump wins and takes care of him and pardon him and all of that stuff. But, you know, yeah, I really do believe that, you know, he's going to be kicked out. And I, I generally so. don't say that because I learned my lesson from Hillary Clinton, I was just so emotionally attached. I wouldn't even really look at a lot of his transits. I was looking at her, okay, this looks like, oh, right. And then we all got tricked. But we yeah. got tricked because, <laughs> you know, they cheated. Well, and it was really weird because I sat in on a whole seminar with a bunch of astrologers talking about why so many of us got the election wrong. Mm -hmm. And even, even once you weed out bias, um, I mean, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Donald right. Trump won the Electoral College. So astrologically, how do you tell the difference? Very good point. Because that, that we never did get a proper time of birth for Hillary, so. But you know what? I think that time of birth kind of works. She did say, and I read this article, she said she was born a little bit after 8 a.m. Yeah. yeah. But I guess we still don't have it exact. Yeah. But being born a little bit after 8 is better than being, I was born at 8.30. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, so, yeah, it was a little and, bit better. Uh, one thing I would mention is when it comes to the upcoming election, and again, you can't focus on just any one factor, right? But uh, on election day, November 3rd, that's the day that Mercury retrograde ends. Um, to the best of my knowledge, the United States has only ever had one election that was done on the last day of a Mercury retrograde. Oh, god, don't tell me it was 2000. It was, was, it? It was 2000, that's right. <laughs> okay. When it took nearly a month and the Supreme Court to figure out who won. So don't expect to go to bed on election night knowing who's got it. Oh, no, we're not going to know that night. We're not going to know. You know and I'm really so. concerned because, you know, with, with the country having her Neptune opposition and then Neptune being opposite the Midheaven, I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff going on under the cover that we can't see. Did you hear about the, the mail the postman took? I don't know if he did this intentionally for the ballots, but he took the mail and dumped it somewhere near his house and they found it. And there was all these ballots for Democrats. There, yeah, there was something like that. And I mean, here's the thing is that stuff like that does always happen. Like even, I mean, you can get a bad mailman, like you can get a bad garbage man, I guess. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, here's the thing. There have been numerous investigations into like ballot fraud, fake dead people voting and all that. 
Mm-hmm. And nobody, Republican or Democrat, investigating any of these um, has ever found that it's a serious problem. No, they haven't. And, you know, I was listening to the news the other day. They're saying that they really check it, too. They check, like, the, I don't know how they're going to be able to check the address because you may have moved or whatever, but they check the signature or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they, they try to take it as serious as they can, considering, you know? Yeah. And, you know, when you get right down to it, uh, if Trump has been trying to stir up, make people think that mail-in voting is a bad idea, then why does he do it? <laughs> well, I mean, you know how, how he thinks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> when it's not to his, his advantage, then, oh, no, it's, it's horrible. It's bad. You know, yeah. just like now, guess what? He's, he's saying all these awful things about Fossey, Dr. Fossey. Oh, yeah. God. You know, and, and then he has this somebody, Atlas, whatever. His last name is Atlas, who he's called his um, head of the COVID whatever. Yeah. Uh, and this guy is saying masks don't work. So his yeah. tweet was taken down from Twitter. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you look at it, Trump has a long pattern of continuing to look for people until he finds one who will just agree with him to keep the job. Right. Well, well like, that's right. And then when you, as soon as you go against him, you know, he kicks you out and he tweets about yeah. it. That's, that's why all of those Republicans are so afraid of him because yeah. if, if they do it, his base, you know, the base won't vote for them. Yeah. That, and I also, I love to point out to people is that probably every disaster movie you've ever seen uh, at some point, probably early on, has a politician ignoring a scientist. Right. Yep. <laughs> God. Exactly it. <laughs> you know, I was just looking at the planetary events here. My poor moon has just been beat up. It's, it's being beat up. The full moon is going to be conjunct my moon on the 31st. Well, you know, and, and here's the thing with that is that, I mean, even if you're not into astrology, you ask any like cop or emergency room nurse or something if things get screwy during a full moon, and they do. Um, yes. But it's it's like a, something like that. It, it can be the straw that breaks the camel's back if there's a bunch of other horrible transits going on, but usually it just makes for a temporary dose of the crazy. <sighs> well, I hope that that's all. <laughs> Well, yeah, but you know, I, I will check up on you just to be safe. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so everybody is all, I was going to say excited. I don't think everybody's excited, but they're all interested in um, the debate, the final debate between Biden and Trump. Yeah. That's what yeah. uh, <laughs> Christelle calls him Biden. Joe Biden. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, now, go ahead. The funny thing about this debate is that, um, regardless of whose chart you're looking at, is that it happens with Mercury retrograde fairly closely opposite Uranus. Oh. So don't don't fall over from shock if there's technical issues or something like that. Right. I think the technical issue is going to be them probably trying to uh, bleep out or make what's his name shut up, make Trump <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. And it's kind of like, and um, Mars is in Aries, as it has been for too damn long and will be for too damn long yet. And it's fairly closely squared Jupiter. And that is going to make for a lot of loud frustration. 
Wait, it's going to also be square the moon, Saturn, and Pluto, and Jupiter? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I, I was, I was going to get to that. I wanted to brace the kids slowly. <laughs> okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get a lot of popcorn for that night. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm really suggesting just for that day, even, avoid any arguments. Uh, try not to have to call customer service or anything like that. Just... Stay at home and be quiet that day. That whole oh my day. god! You know I'm I'm yeah I'm gonna be right here because you know the customer service people hate me anyway. They see my number, they're like, "You take it? No, you take it. No, I'm not gonna take it. You take." It. Yeah, so <laughs> I especially try not to call that day because I might end up outside the building or something. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, those the 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 actual debate transits, yeah, they definitely a little bit difficult for sure. Yeah, you know, and oh. then regardless of who's debating, let alone who's debating. And, you know, and what a shame. You know, transiting Venus is in Virgo. She's in late Virgo now, making a nice aspect to all of that stuff in Capricorn that just really kicked our ass throughout 2020. But maybe she'll save a little bit. You think? I, well, you know what, all this week is so weird. Uh, and, and pay attention, everyone out there who's having issues of some sort with their love life. Because Venus is getting all these great aspects this week. Um, and Mars is just getting pure crap. Yeah. So it's kind of like as far as love lives in general, it's like um, sweetness and light and sexual frustration to be honest with you, so, oh, uh, man. Yeah, that's good news for everybody, but hey, we're giving you a heads up, okay? And also depends on how it, how it really is manifesting in your individual chart, too, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, a bad day is not a bad day for everyone. Right, right. But, you know, just kind of in general, though, with, with Mars making the aspect to all of those planets, I think we'll all feel it in some one way or the other, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is that even if you're not having crappy transits that day, someone down the street might be. Right. Or somebody you're dealing with or working with might be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, kind of bringing you in on, on the action too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, when does Saturn go to the 29th degree? Uh, I'm going to look that up before I got on here. December or something. Oh, so it won't be until December. So we'll not have to worry about that right now. But uh, the reason I brought that up is because, you know, that's the last, that's the strongest degree yep. of any sign. And because Capricorn <laughs> and Saturn and Capricorn, Pluto, Jupiter, and all of them have just caused so much havoc for us. When Saturn hits that degree in December, he's definitely going to leave his footprint. December 7th. I had a look. Oh, it'll be at the 29th. Ooh, okay. <laughs> but then, and again, this is not about scaring people. And maybe I shouldn't, you know, I, I, these are my own kind of quirky fears or whatever when I look at my own stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But again, people should keep listening because there's the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in the first degree of Aquarius coming up in December. And that is going to be really good news for a lot of people. But, you know, you got to eat your vegetables before you get dessert. <laughs> well, we, we have eaten a lot of vegetables in 2020. Oh, yeah. 
and then okay. a little Brussels sprouts this year. <laughs> hey, did you hear? There's um, what do you call those things from space? Uh, what do you call it? They they fall out of the sky. Um, meteors. Meteor. Okay. Right. Now I heard that there's a meteor that's on the way, the size of a refrigerator, and they're saying, oh. oh it probably won't hurt anything, won't hit anybody, but this is 2020, you know. <laughs> so I think anything is possible. Well, you know, it's really interesting. I, I wrote a blog entry about it, and I won't go into detail. Um, but if it's the same one that I'm thinking of, uh, it's actually in 1968. And if people born from about 65 to 69 should pay attention to this, because um, that whole Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto thing in Capricorn, is crap for a lot of people, but it's actually good for that age group. Mm -hmm. um, there's a story about how Explorer 2 was launched to the moon and it crashed and everyone forgot about it. But now Explorer 2 is back in the news because there's this, they thought it was an asteroid, but it was actually, it's like the booster stage of that probe coming back and temporarily entering Earth's orbit. Wait, and from how long ago? From 1968. Oh, wow. Yeah, 67, 68, something. I wrote about it like I remember anymore, but... I gotta check that out. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it's kind of symbolic of how the first wave of Generation X, you know, the Breakfast Club crowd. Um, there's, there's a lot of opportunities for us to shine honest to God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I, I think it's time to shine. I think it's time to shine. But no, that, that's interesting about that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up to see what I can see more about, you know? But like I said, they said that we shouldn't be, you know, in any danger of it hitting, hitting us. But yeah, I just keep thinking it's 2020. Who knows? It's yeah. like Godzilla could attack at any moment. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, okay, during the debate, you know, I'm all over the place. I meant to talk about this before we moved on. During the debate, transiting Mars is going to be opposite uh, Trump's Jupiter. Okay. Yep. He's going to flip the hell out. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You know, because Mars rules the temper, Jupiter makes it bigger. So, yeah, they're going to probably have a problem shutting him up. Well, yeah. And I mean, as with everything, uh, you know, your mileage may vary. But if you already have issues with controlling your temper... <clears throat> That's the sort of aspect that's not going to help. Uh, no, it's not going to help at all. And on top of that, he's having his Mercury quinquanks. Yeah. Oh, that looks like fun for him. Yeah, it's... Uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at least it's going to be entertaining. And like I said, hopefully Venus in the late degrees of Virgo We'll just do something to calm that stuff down over in Capricorn. Maybe I hope so. You know, but she, you know, she she's a little flimsy. She she don't got the power like Pluto and Saturn and all, and all of them. You know, love Venus. But, yeah. You know, she's kind of quick and um, I don't want to call it weak, but she, uh, a trine itself is weak. But it's not. You know, Mars square all of that stuff is definitely gonna overrule her for sure yeah yeah that's the thing is that uh if you know you turn on the news local news and 
if the two stories are unemployment is down and the fireworks factory exploded, it's always the fireworks factory that gets more attention. Well, there it is. Uh, yeah, the sensationalism stuff. <laughs> yes. Um, what do you think about Biden? <clears throat> his transits he, actually look very good. His transits are, and again, uh, everyone, I want you to understand, I try real hard to weed out my personal bias because mm -hmm. I mean, you know, anyone who's paid attention to these things has got to have some kind of personal bias. But I, I would rather be right, okay? Um, <laughs> and not, I'd rather be right than have my guy. I, I might need to take up that philosophy <laughs> instead of my personal opinion. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Biden, all that hoo-ha going on in Capricorn, it's doing nice things for his Scorpio placement. Uh, it's doing nice things for his midheaven, which is his career. Right. I'm, am I seeing anything obviously bad here? Not transiting Venus is near his midheaven, so he's going to yep. look good. Um, you know, the only thing is, well, Neptune is opposite his midheaven, but it's been that way for a while. Well, you know, uh, I get concerned about that because with Neptune, you know, kind of ruling um, the dementia kind of thing. Well, <laughs> that, that and even, even though I like, the guy I've got to admit he's got that nutty Uncle Joe quality going for him. Yeah, I'm I'm holding my nose when I vote for him because I'm 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 not a fan. I'm just not. Yeah. You know. Well, you know what we're holding out for though. Well, yeah, <laughs> President well, Kamala Harris. I'm going to say that every <laughs> excuse I get. <laughs> and you know, honestly, I wasn't a fan of hers in the beginning. I've, I've, she's grown on me. And of yeah. course, look look at the options. You know yeah. what I mean. And I just wanted to remind everybody you're listening to. Uh, Starstruck with Psychic Wayne on Dash Talk X. And I am here with Matthew, uh, the astrologer from Canada. Hey. Yeah. Oh, it's snowing. Yes, it's snowing. Don't it's ask. snowing over there? Oh, yeah. Can you please send us some? Well, it's still 90 degrees. Well, today it's a little bit cooler. We, we would, but it would melt before it got there. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Okay, well, I tried. I, 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 you know, it's October. Generally, it's still warm, but it's not this warm uh, in October because it's just it's not. And the weather starts to break around the end of October going into November. I yeah. guess I heard that it will be breaking a little bit this weekend, but we've had record-setting heat throughout September and October. Yeah, and it's like I lived in San Francisco for a couple of years, and it's even hot in San Francisco. And, oh. you know, even though San Francisco is in California, it's not hot, you know, but it's been like stupid hot even there, apparently. Right. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> you remember we, uh, we, we talked about early on about uh, Mars being in either L.A.'s or California is in uh, retrograde in Aries and it was conjunct. I think it was Uranus and Pluto. So we're still having fires. Yeah. And we are definitely in fire season right now. So hopefully it won't get too much worse, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> pray for the best. Yes. This is a funny story real quick. Let me tell it really quick. Um, <laughs> so a lot of people don't know, or maybe a lot of people just don't think about it, why all of these places in California named Spanish names, like Los Angeles, San Diego, Santa Barbara. Well, it is because Spain, you know, they claimed this territory and they came over and right. did everything. And Father Sarah, 
who's really given credit for spreading um, Catholicism and naming all of these places back in the 1700s or what have you. Um, the protesters oh, in Northern California, they knocked over his statue oh. in protest. Yeah, because they said, you know, he came, he treated the Indians, the Native Americans really badly and brutally punished them when they wouldn't convert to Catholicism. Yeah. So what happened is that when they knocked over the statue, the priests there, they came out and did an exorcism oh. on that spot. Ooh. <laughs> and then I could tell. You're getting serious with it. I'm like, what? Okay. That was a bit much for me. You know, you're doing an exorcism on the spot where the protesters knocked over the statue. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to know because there have been so many terrible things done in the past that should be addressed better than they have. But, but at the same time, you know, people get resentful because it's like, it wasn't my idea. I didn't vote for that. Well, no, <laughs> but it's still a thing. Well, you're right. You're right. And, and I think now, 2020 has made it where a lot of things have come to light. I mean, look at all of the different statues that they, they took down that represented, um, you know, the Confederate, Confederacy and the slavery and that kind of thing. Um, I was never taught, and I know you know what the, the Black Wall Street thing, I was never taught that in history. Uh, yeah. So yeah. now they're saying that it's going to be a part of American history. That's a shame. You know how much other stuff we probably don't learn? Uh, yeah. Like, and there's lots of stuff like, uh, oh, uh, the banana massacre. Just going to throw that out there. Y'all can look that up later. <laughs> Wait, was that in the United States? No. Um, it was actually in Colombia, but it was American forces that did it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, you, know, you know I'm going to look it up. <laughs> That's crazy because, you know, we don't, we don't learn that. We don't learn that stuff. I do remember, um, you know, in history, we had uh, Black History Month and all that stuff, but that, that wasn't enough to learn all of the stuff we needed to learn. So, Well, and you, do you mind if I ask the stupid white Canadian guy question? Two of them. <laughs> Go ahead. Black History Month. First of all, why is it the shortest month of the year? Mm -hmm. And secondly, does it include all Black people or just American Black people? Okay, well, to, to your first question, I don't know why they chose February. I, you know, I forgot. I, I looked to see why. I don't know if it has something to do with President's Day or something weird like that. I, I'll, I'll revisit that and come back with an answer later next time. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I guess if you look at Black history, for, for us, it's kind of, you know, American Black history. But in the couple of courses or whatever that uh, I took, they did talk about like Marcus Garvey and those people. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, so some of the other people were included, but obviously it's just so many that, that aren't included, yeah. you know, that we don't know about or that is not talked about that much. That, and I'm just such a horrible history nerd that I'm probably missing the point. And I'm always asking questions about Alexander Dumas or Hannibal. Uh I don't know who they are. But. Or the Emperor Hadrian. You know, it's, oh, okay, shut up, <laughs> history boy. Uh, I used to like history, American history, and uh, also, you know, just world history. It always yeah. interests me. You know, and, that, and I think that they never taught me also that over in Europe and Britain and all those places, astrology was, they had to have your birth time in order for you to become head of state. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I think it's right in the front lobby entrance to the Vatican. There's this 
big ass globe with the zodiac around it. Oh yeah, it's a couple of places like that. Yes, yes. So um, it was some, and I posted it, or somebody forwarded forwarded it to me. It was maybe it was the Vatican. It was some other church that had something about astrology, and it was this big window in the church. Oh, maybe that was the Vatican. I don't know. Yeah, but don't get don't get me started on that. Let's not get you know, started. Yeah, because all of the Christians that put me down about what I do. Look, I, I'm 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 the original religion. Your religion is based on my religion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So let's let's not go there with this. So Trump, yeah, he's gonna lose his shit a little bit, and um, Biden has pretty good transit. So I think that at the end of the day, um, you know, Biden will come off as the winner. I think so too. He's, uh, he, I mean, no one's transits on any given day are perfect, but his look a lot more manageable than Trump's. Right, right. And then that, that you know, Mars square, all of that stuff. Yeah. Well, that and keep in mind, like I said, he, it's said with love, but he's still kind of your nutty Uncle Joe. <laughs> nutty Uncle Joe. Right, right. You know, what? I was looking at old pictures of him. He's had a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah. Yes, he's all the, the bags under his eyes are gone. The, the, he still has wrinkles. It's just, but it looks like a lot of the wrinkles are kind of stretched, or he's botoxed. Yeah, probably. So, eh, well, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with a little botox. Four years know? of president spray tan. Why not? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because his his definitely his uh, opponent could use a little bit. Yeah. Um. <laughs> You know, I was just looking at his chart really quickly to see how vain he is. Um, he is Sagittarius ascendant. Where's his Venus? Yeah. Venus, oh yeah, Venus is nearly conjunct the ascendant. So yeah, he cares a lot about how he looks. And, and that's Sagittarius rising. That's where the goofy comes from. Like he's got a lot of Scorpio and the cliche is that, you know, someone with that much Scorpio in them is always going to be really focused and really serious. <laughs> um, you put Sag rising on that and it's, it's a little goofy. Well, yeah, yeah, there it is. So, okay. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the debate. Um, I was going to, oh yeah, do you know, maybe you don't know, but you want to know now. I guess during the election during uh, Hillary and Trump, they had like a million or so early voters. Yeah. You know, you know how many early voters they have this year? A lot. I don't know how many, but. 27 million. Hey. Yeah. Hey. People are not, they're not playing a game. And yeah. that could obviously include the people that still want him to want to see him in office. But. True, true. People are coming out to, to vote. And, and the thing is, is that um, usually the mail-in or absentee, whatever you want to call them, get counted after, like no one counts any uh, ballots until 9 p.m. or whenever your state closes. Uh -huh. And uh, normally you count the ones in the box first, and then you start counting all the mail-ins. Uh, and they're talking about a possibility of a thing called the red mirage, where, uh, you know, if you go to bed election night, in theory, Trump might be winning. Right. But we still got two or three days worth of ballots to count. So Trump will go on and say, look, we won. And if you heard otherwise, it's rigged. 
Um, <laughs> but then we go and say, oh, there's another 20 million ballots we're counting here, and apparently Biden won. Well, I told you it was rigged. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's already planted those seeds, you know, about the whole um, uh, mail-in voting. But in Florida, I think today was the first day of early voting. And the line, it was raining. It was, the line was so long. People were out there with umbrellas. Yeah. yeah. It's not a game. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's Florida. Um, demographically speaking, that's prime territory for COVID-19. So please, people, stay safe and stay away from each other. Yes. But please vote. Yeah. Please vote. Please vote. Um, oh, well, I know you may not know this either, but um, the stimulus bill that The United States has been waiting on uh, has been given, I guess, forty-eight hours, but that may have been starting earlier today. Um, Because what's interesting is that Nancy Pelosi, she wants—I think she wants three trillion. Yeah. You know, bail out the airlines, bail out small businesses. You know, give people money to save. You know, just to live because everybody, a lot of people are suffering. Yeah. Um. The Republicans say, no, we want to do, I think they said 1.8. And then even Trump was like, okay, they should give more. They should give more than 1.8. Can you believe that? You know, he's, yeah. he's on. Oh yeah, and I can't believe they're going against him because they're also afraid of him, you know. But I think I saw where the last deal, they come to 1.9, you know, instead hopefully. of the. Hopefully. hopefully. Yeah, just get her done, people. I mean, really, people people are really suffering, you know. And if they don't if they don't come to this agreement between now and the next day or two, then it's going to have to be after the election. Yeah, yeah. Oh dear. So, hopefully that will will bring it together. I hope so. Yeah, I think. Look, you know what, people of America, better days are coming. I just, I just know it. Just <laughs> I believe dead. you. Not yeah, I mean, it can't, it can't stay. It can't, like you said, it can't rain forever. But you know, the flower can't grow without some rain. So true. Oh God, that sounds so. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the flower has to have some rain. Um, <laughs> a couple of things that. You know, I, we never get to revisit so many, so many things that we talked about that actually happened. You know, because I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I don't have time to go back and say, oh, but when I see it on the news, I remember, oh, we talked about that. So what I'm hearing lately is that um, Cardi B, like okay. we said, she was going to call off that divorce to her husband, Offset. Right. And um, last I heard is that's, that's what's going on, is that she's calling it off calling off the divorce yeah what we said you know yeah and she's uh, i still don't think we have a proper time of birth for her but no, yeah um her transits well and i mean i i was talking about the jupiter saturn conjunction that's happening in uh the first degree of aquarius in december oh, yeah. and that's that's trying her jupiter which is the natural ruler of partnerships and committed relationships so yeah maybe uh, yeah, I think that that's going to be nice for her. I think you know? so. I think so. Let me, let me peek real quick at his. I should have had all this stuff uh, out. You know, I'm, uh, I oh, can't find it. Uh, earlier, we, earlier, we were talking about how full moon makes things uh, a little crazy. 
She mm -hmm. was born with the full moon in Aries. So there you go. <laughs> oh, well, well, not only that, I mean, she was born under a full moon. She was also born with uh, Neptune conjunct Uranus opposite Mars. <laughs> right. Which explains why she's not afraid to talk in public about her wings and pizza. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, that kind of probably also comes from her being born with Pluto conjunct Venus in Scorpio. Yeah. You know, it's, so. it's funny. You try to avoid the cliches about Scorpio, but then bam, there they are. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's having pretty good chances right now. And yeah, you're right. That, that Saturn, uh, Jupiter conjunction is going to try on her natal Jupiter. Yeah. Which will be nice. I, so yeah, I'm, I, they, everything looks pretty good for her. Well, she is about to have a Saturn return next year. We'll see how okay. good it looks after we'll, that. We'll check in and see how things have gone to hell with her. <laughs> that's, that's one of the great things about astrology is if you stick around long enough, eventually things will change. Well, yeah, yeah, well, they will. And I was trying to look up um, his really quickly, but it's, I'm having a little trouble finding it off set because if... You know, looking at her transits, it looks like, you know, things are going to kind of work. Okay, here we go. I think I found it. But, yeah, we don't have a good time for him uh, either. But let me see. Da, da, da. Hmm. Well, you know what? That Saturn-Jupiter conjunction is going to be conjunct his natal Saturn. Hmm. That may not be a lot of fun. That may not be. I wonder what it's like to actually be married to Cardi B, though. <laughs> I don't know. Probably loud, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he, look, his his natal. Well, we don't have a time, so we don't really know where his moon is. I was going to say his moon is getting great transits from all that stuff in Capricorn, but I think they'll still be able to make it out. You know. Yeah. Oh, well, their Pluto's conjunct. Oh, there it is. Okay. I think they conjunct to the exact degree, 21 so, degrees. I've uh, seen Scorpio. crappier. I've seen crappier combinations that worked out. Well, yeah, that, that's some real intense stuff right there. It's like, you know, you can't leave me. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. So, <laughs> not that that's gonna happen, folks. Ugh, I have to watch what I say. I'm just saying the intensity <laughs> of that is really intense. And you know, yeah, he has a lot of Sag in his chart. He has Mercury, Mercury conjunct Mars and Sun all in Sag. And then Saturn and Pluto, they're gonna sextile that throughout the year. So yeah, probably be okay, I guess. Yeah, hopefully. But that hopefully. Saturn return coming up may not be a, a blast for him, you know? So. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and his, his natal Jupiter is also getting an opposition from Neptune. That's why he's been cheating. He can't, can't keep it straight. Yeah. Oh know? dear. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, but maybe he'd be all right. Oh, uh, let me see. Um, Ice Cube, you know, people are about to write him off, but he's not having really bad transits, right? I, what's, what's he been up to lately? Well, they got upset with him because <clears throat> he was saying he was going to help Donald Trump. And what he was saying is that, hey, I want to go to Donald Trump on behalf of black people say, you need to do this. Yeah. You know, and he's going to meet with the Democrats to say, okay, <clears throat> you need to do this too. But people are, are taking it as to say, okay, you're going to be on Donald Trump's team. So yeah. 
you know, he came out and spoke about it saying that, no, that's not really the case. Well, yeah. And, and you know what? Here's the thing. If, if the dude who did cop killer suddenly turns into a Republican, um, <laughs> I, I, would, I would want to verify your sources on that. Right. Well, there it is. <laughs> okay. Wow, Matt, this hour went by really quick. Dang. Um, oh, yeah. You know, when we get to talk and we just talk, talk, talk. But um, if people want to get a hold of you, uh, how do they do that? They, um, you know what? Send me an email. The address is astrology show, all one word, astrology show at gmail.com. And I'll send you a free copy of my ebook, 12 Signs of Love, because you like free stuff. Admit it. No, yeah, well, yeah, they, they can admit that. I can admit that too. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you want to reach me, you go to my site, psychicwayne1.com. That's psychicwayne, the number one.com. Or you can also follow me on Facebook, psychicwayne. Get your daily, weekly, monthly horoscope. And also follow me on Instagram at psychicwayne1. So thank you guys for tuning in to Starstruck. Um, we will be back next week, and I'm going to bring all my compadres. It's going to be all five of us trying to talk about this election. So you don't want to miss that. All right. So have a good week and uh, I will talk to you later.